Hi, I'm Connor Gannon, and you're listening to the Functional Tennis Podcast. Welcome to the Functional Tennis Podcast. I'm your host, Fabio Molle, and every week I speak to players, trainers, coaches, and people working at the highest level of tennis. Today, I catch up with Connor Gannon in the third part of our college tennis mini-series. Connor is a former number one Irish underage tennis player who started his college tennis career at the University of Tennessee and after one year transferred to the University of Memphis. I'll be checking in with Connor over the course of his sophomore year at Memphis to follow his progress and keep you updated. Today, we chat about the Davis Cup, competitions, training, mental training, and his plans for November and December. If you're interested in the previous episodes, check the links below in the description. And we also have a YouTube version also. Okay, let's jump into our chat with Connor. Hi, Connor. Welcome back. How are you? Hey, Fabio. Uh, all good. How are you getting on? Good. It's been about, I don't know, six six weeks or so since we last talked, maybe seven weeks. This is the third in our mini-series here of how life is going for you at yeah. your college tennis. First of all, people want to know more about you. We did an episode about last year where we talked about your own tennis career and your early days. So that's a good episode. And then in the first episode of this college series, we covered why you moved and lessons you learned last year at Tennessee, which was quite interesting. And then your last episode, you told us about touching down in Memphis and how the new facilities are, what was going on there. And also you were going off to play Davis Cup. So yeah, interesting to catch up with you. How has life been since we last chatted? It's been really good. You know, I'm really enjoying my time here. I mean, loads of new people, loads of new friends. I'm kind of getting adjusted now to the life here, like kind of classes and now, now the practice schedule and all that and how practices are run. So everything's kind of come together, which is really good. And I'm, I'm really enjoying it so far. Like I'm having, having a blast over here, which is, which is fantastic, you know. Yeah, if anybody's watching this on YouTube, they'll see Connor's looking lean, mean and trim here, especially with the new yeah. haircut. Yeah, people are afraid of me now. So, okay, so let's start with Davis Cup. You were just yeah. getting ready to go Davis Cup. How did Davis Cup in the Bahamas go f- with representing Ireland? It was unbelievable, you know. As I said, like a dream of a little kid and kind of getting the opportunity and going going to somewhere like Barbados. It's It was an unbelievable experience. Had my two parents there as well, so that was extra special because I obviously haven't seen them in a couple of months, so that was nice to see them there. And just, yeah, everything about it was sensational you know I kind of it was just the little details you know like going on the centre court and seeing like the Davis Cup signs like that was kind of it was kind of cool just to be there you know it was really I don't know how to describe it it was, it was unbelievable week and all the Irish people there as well we're all kind of supporting each other and doing doing what's best for each other it was unbelievable Were you a ball boy ever for Davis Cup? I never did I always wanted to but I was never going to ball but I always went to them when they were at home I went to the few in David Lloyd the Fitz ones obviously at the early age a few in Castle Knock. Like I, I always attended them, you know, it was kind of the dumb thing to do if you were a junior in Ireland. Nice. So I always went to them. And tell me, you didn't get a run out, did you? No, I didn't play, unfortunately. Hopefully the next time though, I might be able to sneak sneak a match in or something. But no, it was, it was still so cool to still support the team and kind of be there amongst everyone and kind of be be with the winning side, you know. It was unbelievable to get the, get the W as well out there. They can be rare for Ireland sometimes, the Ws. So. No, especially in the group we're in now. So it was, it was extra special, you know. Nice. And do you get extra kudos on the team back home when you're flying off to play Davis Cup? Like I wouldn't say kudos. I get, I get a definitely a lot of slagging, you know. But no, not 
kudos. Kind of, I don't, I don't really like saying it or like bringing it up. I'm not that type of person. So I kind of just, yeah, if someone asked me, I'd tell them, but I wouldn't go around saying it to people, you know. Yeah, okay. And tell me, so the regionals were on and the All-Americans, how did they go? Yeah, All-Americans went pretty poor, to be honest. Lost first round uh, to a guy from Wake Forest. Just didn't really get my momentum in. Lost in two, one and four, I think. And then regionals, I got last 16. Played a little better. Like, I haven't played a lot of matches yet, so I'm just kind of finding my momentum. But that tournament was good. Made last 16 in dubs as well, one of the teammates. So it was kind of a positive tournament all around and a few things to work on, you know, but looking forward to just getting started in the season in January, you know. Nice. Now that you're more settled in, you say, what's your typical day looking like? What's the routine? Well, it depends what day it is. If it's a Tuesday or a Thursday, we have weights in the morning at 7. So obviously wake up at like 6.20 or 6.30 and then go to weights, come back, have breakfast, uh, chill for a little bit, then go to class, come home, either get lunch with some of the lads or come home and cook just before practice. Practice at one thirty every day. So we do that and whatever time we finish at. And then two days I have night class, which is a bit of a pain. Because after a long day, you're kind of like, oh, yeah. like, do I want to go to this at 5, 5.30? Ends at like 7. But uh, so that, it's a t- like, typical day. It's just early morning start. We have individuals then as well on the days we don't have weights. So every day is kind of seven six thirty or 6.20, wake up. And then practice every day at one thirty. So it's a good bit of training involved. What's individuals, just you one-on-one with coach and working on some personal stuff? It is optional, yeah, but it's optional and it's kind of like things you want to work on. If coach or Finn will see something that they want you to critique or they'll, they'll say it to you and you'll have the option if you want to do it or not. But normally it's just you go and you say, yeah, I need some need some just volleys. Like I think the other day I just wanted to do some backhands and then just 10 good forehands in a row. And that was me. I think it was only like 20, 25 minutes or 30 minutes. Like you can be there for an hour and a half. You can be there for 10 minutes. Just yeah. sort of like It's up to you, which is great. You have to control your energy expenditure somewhat. Do you? You have to be careful where you use it or are you just all out on everything? No, I think it's pretty much all out on everything. I mean, you're used to it though. Like, you know, the first two weeks are tough because you're trying to like impress and you're trying to do a lot. So you're, you're using everything, but then you just start to get into it. You know, you kind of enjoy it. You don't really like notice you getting tired, you know, after the second practice in the day, like you're tired, but you're like, you're just enjoying it, which cause you're with your mates and there's banter flowing. And the little, the lads would say like, Oh, you're gas. Like you're done. And they're like, you're trying to prove them wrong. You know? So I don't think you're all out now every session. Cause you don't want to be just not half assing it, but kind of like just 50, 50, you got to be all in it. So it's enjoyable. This podcast is brought to you by ASICS Tennis. ASICS is a Japanese company founded in 1949 with the purpose of giving more people the opportunity to experience how sport and movement can have a positive impact on mental well-being. That purpose is also in their name. ASICS is an acronym which means Anime Sano Incorporate Sano, a Latin phrase meaning sound mind, sound body. Today, the brand is still dedicated to that founding belief of demonstrating the positive effects sport and movement can have on our mental well-being all over the world. They just launched their most innovative tennis range ever, which includes the new Court FF3 Novak, the shoe designed from the ground up with the help of Novak Djokovic. Get your pair now at asics.com. Is the competition going to spice up between all you team members there? Yes, yeah, it's, it's spicy all the time, you know, everyone's like, everyone's giving it to each other all the time, like, if we do like, we did like a smash drill like a couple of days ago and uh, with the coach was like yeah start chirping and we all just start like 
chatting absolute crap at each other. Like stuff that like you can't repeat. Just try to make them lose and stuff like that. So, or try to miss this overhead. So there's stuff like that always flowing around. But it's good. It's good banter, you know. That's just like match day. So, yeah, basically, yeah. it's just like just getting prepared for match day, which is great. Yeah, and tell me, so you enjoying it? Life over there is good. Apart from I don't know the, the tennis the studying and the classwork you going off anywhere else is there any is there any drinking over there or any of that stuff or it's, no, no Fabio, I'm on, no I'm underage can't drink over here Fabio but I mean there's loads of stuff to do each night you know you can I mean the M- NBA team Memphis Grizzlies is here so I, I really want to go to one of them I think that'd be quite cool there's loads of soccer games at night everyone goes to like there's loads of stuff going on each night like there was yoga for student athletes last night didn't attend though but yeah, there's like you're you're never bored. There's always something to do. Like I always have to do a couple of hours in the study hall each week, so I might have to fill an hour in tonight or something like that. You know, but so you're always busy. You're never. I mean, it's always nice though to have like I think Friday, Saturday, Sunday is more like your chill days. You kind of just do the practice, then go home and relax. Like you don't have to unless you want to do something. You know, but yeah, you're always busy. There's always stuff to do. There's always stuff floating around. I don't think you get bored, especially with your teammates. They come over and just have the chats, or someone will cook dinner or something like that. Yeah, which so is you're, great. You're, yeah, you're kept going. And tell me, I, I know you're not there that long, but are you seeing some improvements already? Like, is there any part of your game you say, yeah, you know what, this is paying off here already? Yeah, no, I definitely, I've definitely learned to enjoy it more. Um, because I was kind of on the side of like not enjoying tennis and kind of getting frustrated myself on the court and kind of get angry. I think if people didn't know me, like. They know I'm a little bit hot-headed, but I've kind of like enjoyed like, kind of like accepted that other people can play well as well. Like they can hit winners as well. Like it's not just myself that, so I've definitely like, like kind of managed myself better on the court now. I'm enjoying tennis more and which is a huge part of it. You know, you can't be going on the court sulking every day, which I was kind of not doing all the time, but I was doing it sometimes, but I'm definitely enjoying it a lot more. I mean, my forehand and my my serve as well has gone a lot better. I kind of fixed my ball toss because I was I was struggling with that for a little bit. I mean, it's still not still not perfect, but I'm still trying to. I'm doing a lot of serves each week to try to fix that. And my volleys and doubles game, we do a lot of volleys and doubles, so that's kind of improved. Like this week, we're doing doubles week, so it's purely just dubs. Like there's no singles involved. Like we're all just working on doubles, which is great because that's that's a huge factor in college tennis. Because if you get that doubles point on the board first. It's a huge uh, momentum killer for the other team. So we're focused on doubles this week, which is great, you know. I always notice the guys who come back from the States are always good doubles players. They know how to play yeah. doubles. They can volley well. They just love playing with anybody who's played in the States because they just tell you what to do. If you just do it, you win. It's that easy. It's actually, I mean, it's it's quite, it's not simple, but you just kind of learn the fundamentals. And that's what we're doing this week. We're kind of learning like where to place the ball if we're in if we're in tricky situations. So it's a it's a great week. Everyone's learning a lot, and we're improving. Our, I mean, we're improving already with our volleys and hands, which is great. Nice. And one thing, area we're talking about a bit now is mental training. I know you mentioned yeah. you're getting better at handling yourself. You know, knowing that you know yeah. you can lose to somebody better than you. It's just the day that's in it. But did you just realize this yourself? Are you work? Is there somebody working with the team? And do you spend a bit of time on the mental side of the game? We have a psychologist here that just got hired a few weeks ago. So I'll be I'll be seeing her. I'm going to go to her this week. I already booked in. But I talk to the coaches a little bit as well like maybe once every two weeks about it. And they're helping me a lot. Like they're really giving me good advice on how to how to deal with things on the court and off the court, which is great as well because they're not just tennis coaches as well, like they're human beings and they, they've been through it as well. 
both being pros. So they have good knowledge that they, that they can share. So I'm tapping into them a little bit. Yeah, cause it's so important because, you know, you work so much on your tactical, on your technical, and then there's this other part of the triangle which is important. So that is good. And look, I think that's what differentiates the top players between the not-so-top players is they can all hit the ball well. Yeah, no, every, every, everyone can play well, but it's just on that juice point who backs himself more and who's more freer to play, which is probably the, most, probably the hardest thing to do in tennis, I'd say. Yeah, no, I agree with you there. And what's the plan so between now, so we're recording this in late October. What's your plans for November? Are you going to come home later in December? Yeah, no, so we're going to Florida to play one more one more tournament. So that's going to be middle of November. And I'm actually coming home early, Fabio, this time. I'm coming home a day before Thanksgiving, which is the 23rd, okay. uh, if I'm not wrong. I got offered literally the day before I went to Davis Cup to play Masters U. I'm not sure if you heard of it. It's on every year, is it in Paris or something? Yeah, well, not the last two years because of COVID, but it's on, yeah, it's in it's in France and it's kind of the best kind of college players in the world player. So I'm coming home early on the 23rd and I'm leaving for that like the 29th or 30th of November, and it's on from the first to the fourth, I think. So I'm actually really excited that that's going to be a good good test, good good kind of end, not end of the year, but to see where I am with the best players in college tennis. So. Looking forward to that, really. You'll be home for most of December, so are you? I'll be home for most of December, yeah, and then leaving after the new year. Great. Okay, so we, we'll probably catch up then back in Dublin around Christmas time. Yeah. And that's that, that's exciting. So, yeah, I'll see you back in a few weeks. So, yeah, that's yeah. that's that's your update, unless you've something you want to share with us that you haven't told us. Fabio, I live a boring life. <laughs> that's where the success comes. Nothing extravagant. That's good. No, look, that's a good thing. It means keeping the head down and that's what it's about. The, on- the only thing is the shaved head, Fabio. That's the only news I've had. That's quite big news. I was living a low life for a couple of weeks. It was just, it was just tennis and school, wearing a hat. I thought it was your inauguration where the lad said, okay, they put you down like a sheep and... <laughs> I don't know if I would have taken that. I would have ran straight. I would have ran straight out of the room. All right, Connor. Well, look. Thanks for catching up, and yeah, I'll see you soon. Best of luck in November. See you, Fabio. Yeah, thank you. Bye bye. Hope you enjoyed that quick catch up with Connor. There will probably be another catch up around Christmas time, and until then, keep following the other episodes. Any questions? Any information? Insights? you may have for me, feel free to message me over at our Instagram account, Functional Tennis. Bye.